Welcome to A Raw Perspective, a fresh point of view. I am your host, Richard Anthony Wallace, on another quarantine edition of A Raw Perspective. If you have not done so already, feel free to like my page on facebook.com slash A Raw Perspective to be updated on any upcoming podcasts that are coming your way. And if you feel so generous to donate to the cause of the Richard Anthony Wallace Educational Foundation, you are more than welcome to tip the tip a brother, because it does cost a little bit of money to upkeep a podcast. But if you would like to tip a brother, it is below the link where you clicked on this podcast, and you can find a raw perspective wherever you get your podcasts. Enough with the legal stuff. Let's get down to business. November 3rd, 2020 is going to be the the antithesis of what is going to transpire. It is going to determine the next 50 years of the United States of America. What do I mean by that? We're talking about not only the presidency for this next four-year term. We're talking about Congress. We're talking about the Senate. We're also talking about the appellate courts, federal courts, and Supreme Court justices. This is the voting time of our lives. Now... Everybody that knows me knows that I was a political science major and I studied U.S. politics very carefully about bureaucracy and how policies and procedures are supposed to be implemented. And within these past four years, I've seen those policies and procedures just be decimated because of greed, corruption, and whatever facet that you want to explain from what is taking place. Now, I identify as a cisgender male black in America. Uh, And seeing what has transpired with people that look similar to me, you have Police brutality still impacting black and brown bodies. Uh, The latest one that we have seen was an individual in Philadelphia who happens to have the same last name as me by the name of Walter Wallace Jr. Now that strikes close to home. And I don't know how the trial is going to be. All I know is that Philadelphia's commission has decided not to release the body cams until after November 3rd, which gives you an indication of what would probably transpire. Anger, hurt, rage, whatever. Uh, This person was, this person named Walter, Walter Wallace was 
dealing with some mental health concerns that you know it, it, it cost him his life because you have individuals who stated that they are properly trained to de-escalate a system uh, not de-escalate a system but I'm not here to talk about police brutality I'm here to talk about the law and you as an individual being able to use your voice and your power to change law. The presidency is great. That's the, the big thing that they talk about. Vote, vote like your life depends on it. But ultimately, when you're looking for at November 3rd, if you have not voted already, there's still early voting that's going on. Even when this podcast it drops, like you can still vote all the way up until November 2nd. November 3rd is the deadline to cast a ballot. That's pretty much what November November 3rd is. It's casting your ballot. The last deadline um, from what's, what's transpiring. And I, I did my ballot, I believe, September 25th is when I did early voting. I checked my ballot, made sure that it went through to talk about some of the issues that have gone on. I know I had a previous podcast talking about how to be an informed voter and not just voting for the president of the United States, but knowing who your state senator is going to be running. So Dick Durbin, Durbin was up for re-election. Uh, I think he's doing a fabulous job, so that's who I cast in my ballot for. And then you look at your House of Representatives, see who's representing your district, and you look at your local precincts, courts, look at the judges, see how they have ruled. You vote yay or nay on if they should uphold their seat. You also look at referendums and initiatives that they're trying to implement. Those are things that, as an informed individual, should be looking at. But November 3rd also brings a time of uncertainty, especially for individuals that have not yet voted, particularly in the swing states that they're calling them. Uh, so you're looking at Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, Texas, I believe Arizona. These are swing states that work within the Electoral College. If, if you're not familiar with the Electoral College, like, you as a, a voter are recommending to these people called the electorates. So, you all collectively, as, as a state, so for example, the state of Illinois has 20 electorates that they want to cast their vote for. For president of the United States. And whichever precinct, whichever district that you're in, they tally up all the votes and then it's like, okay, who has the most votes here? And then majority rules, that individual gets those electorates. There are currently 538 electors and an absolute majority of electors meaning that there must be 270 or more electors to cast their vote for President of the United States. 
So you are get your vote is a recommendation to the electors of this is who we as the state of Illinois would like for you to cast your vote to. This is we as the state of Michigan would like to cast our vote for this person. So that's why it's like 270 or more. It's It kind of sucks because it should be just popular vote wins, but the way that the U.S. was set up in the olden days, they wanted to make sure that each state had fair and reputable um, chances to have a, a quote-unquote fair vote. But in my eyes, this looks like voter suppression. Especially when laws were still being written. Laws were not taken into effect of marginalized identities, meaning women, individuals of color, um, those part of the LGBTQ uh, community, um, you know, individuals that have been marginalized for quite some time. And then there's different intersectionalities of those marginalized identities. The Electoral College was just for pretty much just white men starting off. But now, as America has adjusted, became a melting pot, quote-unquote land of opportunities, we see that there's voter suppression going on in individual states. Particularly, you see this in southern regions. Uh, for example, in the state of Texas, why was there only one ballot box for each county? So Harris County, uh, which is the largest county in the state of Texas, I feel like there's three million people that live over there in Texas. That's like the Houston area. They only have one ballot box. And then you go to a town like Odessa in their, their county. Well, Odessa, I mean, Odessa's pretty big, but I'm talking about like a small town. Uh, their ballot box is right there. So that, that's voter suppression right there. Um, lowering the amount of precincts that individuals can can vote for. Lowering that, causing 11, 12-hour lines. You see this in the state of Georgia. That's, that's, that's not fair. That's not fair. So, they know that your vote matters because they wouldn't be going to this length to suppress your vote. And then with the mail-in ballots, that's another thing that's going to be taking place on after November 3rd as well. November 3rd... Once the election, we might even not even know who's going to be the president of the United States on November 3rd. Uh, unless it's going to be a landslide victory, uh, we might not know who that individual is. And then you have these court cases, these litigations that are going to be coming up after the election. And how the appellate courts and the federal courts are set up. It's dominated by a majority party, and that party happens to be the Republican Party. Uh, they have stacked the courts in 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 what it seems to be if if shit goes not their way, they have quote unquote the law to 
change that demographic of, okay, we want to recommend that we expunge mail-in ballots that were postmarked before November 3rd, those ballots won't count. More voter suppression. So November 3rd brings a time of uncertainty. There's a lot of anxiety that's going on, a lot of fear. You have individuals from oppressive groups doing voter intimidation, saying if you don't vote for this particular individual, we are going to come to your house and cause you bodily harm. This is probably the most polarized election that I've ever seen in my life. And I, I've witnessed from my cognitive from, from my cognitive state of, of being alive and present, like I don't I vaguely remember Clinton and whoever I think it was Clinton Dole, Bob Dole. I think that was who the person was. But I vividly remember Bush v. Gore back in 2000 with the hanging chads about Florida that went up to the Supreme Court. And even though Gore had won the election by the popular vote, the Electoral College stated that Florida went to Bush and the rest is history. And then in 2016, same thing applied where... I think Van Jones called it a white lash, where former President Barack Obama was was thriving, excelling, bringing the economy to record highs. I, I feel like that's black nostalgia when we go back those eight years. Yeah, Obama wasn't perfect. However, he knew how to govern a land and hire individuals to make tough decisions. Uh, I didn't agree with everything Obama did, but I respected Obama in the sense that he knew how to lead a country. And he didn't piss off a lot of our allies. That's what's going on. Um, so, I, I respect an individual that does it. I don't have to agree with everything that they say, but I respect them. 2016 came up. I didn't... I, don't didn't care for Hillary too much, but she was the most viable candidate that had experience to do the job. I I don't understand this whole thing about I don't like a person. You're probably never gonna meet these people in your life. Period. It's like, oh I don't like I don't like Obama. You never gonna meet Obama unless you are part of the upper echelon or you get lucky at a rally and you spend five, six, seven hours waiting for for that. You're not going to meet Joe Biden. People saying, oh, I don't like Joe Biden. You're probably never going to meet Joe Biden. It's just those things. And then, I, 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 I in theory, I love third-party candidates because they bring a fresh perspective. But third-party candidates cannot work in the United States of America. A write-in candidate cannot work in the United States of America. You see third-party or other-party candidates in other countries because they've invested time and money into those initiatives. 
those are the things that I would love to see for America. But America is so set in their ways that they're that it's an inability to change. I I'm I have voter fatigue right now because I'm tired of talking about this this subject. But I wanted to make sure that I'm hitting home with what's going on. It's just I am voter fatigue. I think everybody's voter fatigue. I feel like everybody's news fatigued. Like. Personally, I would love to not worry about watching the news and seeing blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. I just want to make, just be boring. I want the news to be boring. I want to see the weather, the random sports highlight. And then, oh, this is the good deed of the day. That's how I like my news. <laughs> so, that 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 is just me. But no, no matter what, what is going on, I do want you to have your voice heard. I told you my pick. I picked Joe Biden and Kamala Harris ticket. That's probably the most viable thing to do. Anybody voting for Kanye West? Why? Anybody voting for Donald Trump and Mike Pence? Like, you, you know what you're getting. You're getting the same thing over and over again. I mean... I've never seen people so polarized. People are going to make whatever their choices. This is why we have free will. You're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do. It's how it works. But I want to go down in my history books knowing that I made the effort to try to at least bring a level of fairness back into the United States of America. On November 3rd, I would like to say that I at least tried. And if the outcome doesn't go the way that I want it to be, I've endured this four years. I can do another four. God willing. Just have to be extra careful. Extra careful. Um, but I'm, I, I'm going in with the lowest expectations to... Make sure that I'm not disappointed. So I go in with low expectations so you don't get disappointed. Um, that That is how I'm going in on November 3rd. I would hope you would do the same. Uh, like if for some strange reason there is a contingent election. And what I mean by contingent election that means that there's a tie in the electoral college which god I hope not <laughs> other no candidate from one party wins an absolute majority what a contingent election means means the I think we're at the 116th congress it'll be the 117th congress uh, which would be the next incoming congress that would be um, the House of Representatives would be voting for the President of the United States, and then the Senate would be voting 
for the Vice President of the United States. Now, during a contingent election, each House state delegation casts one ballot in block vote to determine the president, rather than a vote for each representative. What that means is one state, one vote. That's how it works. So, state of California has one vote. So, yeah, sucks. So, meaning, if if things hold right now the way that the House of Representatives are, that would mean that the House of Representatives would probably vote for Donald Trump again. And then if the Senate flips, the Senate would then vote for Kamala Harris as your vice president. That would be a shit show. Nothing would get done. So hopefully we don't have a contingent election. I pray we don't. I pray it's a landslide victory for Joe Biden. I'm just hoping, but I'm going in with the lowest expectations so I don't get disappointed. I hope that you are exercising your right to vote. The reason I did so is because many people that look like me die for this right to vote. And I don't want to let my ancestors down in, in that framework. I want to make sure that I can go down in the history books and say I tried and made a difference. And that's how that's the story that I'm sticking to. So I will be chilling, probably playing Among Us. If you want to play Among Us with me on November third. Hit me up. That's probably what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to try and avoid Twitter, Facebook, the news in general. Because This Is Us is not going to be coming on. Love that show. So that's what I'm going to do to try and avoid November 3rd. And if stuff pops off on November 3rd, please know that this household is ready for whatever pops off. If you don't know, now you know. With it's that being said, my name is Richard Anthony Wallace. A long time coming, this but I know is a raw perspective. A change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will.